I don't mean to brag, I don't care, but I want you to know, double vaxxed, booster, blue shot, and I'm gonna be honest, I have the shingle shot too. And I still get my period, what? Yes! Traveled, went to Mexico twice, did shows, meet and greets, never got COVID, clearly. Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. Last week, the Surgeon General also was asked uh, on MSNBC about Joe Rogan's vaccine comments uh, on Spotify, and he said that tech companies have an important role to play in stopping misinformation because the, uh, they are the predominant places where misinformation spreads. Does the White House and the administration think that this is a satisfactory step? Our hope is that all major tech platforms and all major news sources, for that matter, be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the American people have access to accurate information on something as significant as COVID-19. That certainly includes Spotify. So this disclaimer, it's a positive step, but we want every platform to continue doing more to call out and mis disinformation while also uplifting accurate information. Yeah. It's a positive step, but there's more that can be done. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vida y Vino, brought to you by the Bro Tastes Boys. And joining us today is our one and only one motherfucking legend. Thank you, thank you. Give it up, give it up for him. Woo! Oh, stop it, stop it. You're making me blush. Come on now. And joining us today, as always, is the big tech daddy himself, Louise Perez. Thank you. And, thank you. You, and your trustworthy narrator along this journey, it is I, Phil Golden Corral. Beautiful. God, feels so great. Take two, by the way. I, uh, <laughs> I forgot to up, hit record the first time. I messed up the first time, so we're coming at you guys hot and ready. Yeah, the pancakes are hot. The steam is hot. Mm, I'm about to glass and wine in, and I'm about to get loose. The griddle is hot. Uh, what are we drinking today, boys? We are drinking Grande Reserve de Gazach. Grande Reserve de Gazach by Deorol 2020. Uh, French, right? A French uh, white wine? This is a French white wine. Ooh. This is a Savant Baleon. White long duck regional uh, to France to France, I mean. To France, yeah. Wait, wait, there's a there's a region in France called the duck region? I believe it's a long duck. The oh, long the, region. It's, it's pronounced it's spelled L A N G U E D O C. Oh Londo. And the particular uh, grape breakdown of this a uh, bottle we're drinking today is 30% Vermentino, 30% Chardonnay, 20% Viognier, and 20% Colombard. I don't know about you guys, but I've never had Colombard or Vermentino. I've had Vermentino. I've never had Colombard. Uh, Vermentino is very light and minerally, like very light. Like you can see through it very, very well. Um, and, and it has very, very little color. Very minerally too, so it's got the dark taste it sounds to like it, it that heavy a, taste. It a good wine to blend with then. Yeah, probably yeah. just because of the easy notes that it has on it. Um, this is an interesting wine in the fact that it's very m 
very minerally, very little fruit. It very, is almost chalky. Yeah. Yeah, very medium body. Um, it's a golden yellow color. We didn't mention that earlier. Well, we did, but take two, boys. <laughs> take two. Uh, but it's, yeah. a, it's a very golden pear, very nice little yes, crisp apple. Yes, pale gold color. And it's very salty for some reason. Yes, yes, we didn't mention that, um, that it's, it, it has a very high salinity to it. If you gave this a Bear grills, he'd be happy. He'd be like, oh, I've been used to this. Yeah, like, I've drank my own urine before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's got that same color, texture, like wickety. Really hits the back of the throat and stays there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my ex-boyfriend. Uh, hey. No, this wine is about uh, $15. It, we, it came with a uh, wine crate, which we bought, which we're making our way through. And it's like nothing that we've drank before. I really didn't understand even what the fucking label said. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, screw it. We're going to taste this. It's a wine. It's a white blend. It's in France. It is very, very dry. Very um, dry. It almost tastes like there's no sugar in there. Yeah, no, this is a very early harvest. You can tell by the color and the fact that it's not sweet at all. Oh, so if, it, if it's more of a later harvest, it's more sweeter to it. Correct. And it's also a much darker color. So you're able to hold more juices and acidity. Uh, acidity, DT. <laughs> I guess, I right? Because if you're making. This guy's just throwing out every term he knows. Acidity, DT. <laughs> like, tennis balls. Like when you grind open tennis balls. You're like, I, I've seen the movie Psalm once. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the new car taste to it <laughs> exactly speaking of cars i finally got my car back oh hell yeah where was it <laughs> it was at the dealership getting serviced it was there since december 23rd since the day we record uh yeah december 23rd wow shit i thought you guys had it totaled for whatever reason it no, wasn't it w- totaled it was it just it, it was, was just right, down exactly yeah uh, so what gone. a time to get your car back because a bunch of these dealerships are having subscriptions for your key fobs. So if you want to operate your key oh, fobs. Oh, yeah. yes, I did see that. Oh, mm-hmm. you have to pay your bill sort of thing? It's like a $5 a month. Like, that was oh, just okay. that was Hyundai as an example. Yeah, if you want to, if you want like remote start, you got to pay like an extra 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Fuck that. And a lot of dealerships are implement, implementing that now. It's crazy. Exactly. Speaking of implementing news... Woo! I hate my life. Take it live. Book bannings across the country, starting off with a Holocaust comic and a novel by the name of Beloved. We have Art Spiegelman, who is son of two Holocaust survivors, Vladik Spiegelman, who was a Polish Jew and, like I said, an Auschwitz, Auschwitz survivor. The book Mouse, which is a famous graphic novel, won a Pulitzer Prize in 1992, which for those who aren't well read, like uh, everyone in this room is, (laughs) we've read The Wish. Uh, It's the biggest award that a book can receive. Mm. It's up there with like an Oscar and like that's how high it is. So Uh, Kids' Choice Awards, Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, so it's kind an award and achievements in newspaper and magazine and, and pretty much all literature. And it was established in 1917. So, like I said, it's a very, very big award. And and now you can probably question yourself. Why would a book like that be underneath such heavy scrutiny? Right? Good question, Phil. Well, the comic book slash graphic novel, Mouse, M-A-U-S, is a, a depiction on Holocaust. And it uses mice portrayed... Portraying but, but, Jews, mm. 
cats portraying Nazis and pigs portraying Polish people. Which I find the most offensive. <laughs> you know, given- yeah, if I was going to be pissed off about that one, I would not want to be a pig. <laughs> yeah, so this book recently in Tennessee got removed, which actually has given it a lot more eyeballs. and The Barbara Streisand effect? What's the Barbara Streisand effect? She tried to get um, pictures of her house removed off the internet mm-hmm. um, and sued like whoever the photographer was. So literally like every media piece or media apparatus around her like printed pictures of that and and there was just more and more people that knew where she lived and yeah yeah it's like that picture of beyonce that's her performing the super bowl oh yeah (laughs) that shit was hilarious the black panther one where she was just like in that like power a pose and she was looking all silly yeah is she hulk pose where they like dubbed her the she hulk and like exactly yes it's just that one she yeah, yeah. apparently she hated that photo, which ended up making it go God, viral. God, you sexist pig! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you've never seen a powerful woman. Yeah, what's her? God, you idea? can tell. <laughs> I bet you like a woman who's petite and small. You don't like a strong woman. Yeah, you don't. You don't want somebody who can stand up for themselves, huh? Exactly. Oh no, no, I, I like someone who can throw me around. Oh yeah, me too. Mm. Me too. And, which, and and if they got a car lighter, burn me. Burn me. Judging from your exes, I would say Luis got a spot on when he said it initially. (laughs) So this this book is being removed off bookshelves, uh, and they're actually, like I said, comic book stores are giving away copies, and the McMinn County's Board of Education cited it as rough and objectionable language and the cartoon drawing of a nude woman as their primary objections. Mm-hmm. The cartoon woman in question is showing a shower scene, and there's a hanging. Which also, team. by the way, just I, I hate to derail the story, no, but please. that's pretty hot. A mouse taking a shower. Just creeping on the mice in the shower. So like, you no, 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 Tom. nobody, nobody, nobody's agreeing with you that. You peeping Tom? We're gonna have to cut that out. No, no, we're not cutting that out. We're gonna have to cut my no, shower. This right guy now. over here. We're leaving that in. Dude, put your hands where I can see them, homie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the conservatives are, are saying that we shouldn't ban this book. We need to keep our mice sexy. First, they came for a green M and M's, and now they're going after our mice. I stayed silent. They came <laughs> after Joe Rogan. I stayed silent, and now they're taking away sexy mice. Yeah. No way, doggy. That's where you draw the line. Not, not you know, my America. No, not when they come for the furries. That's when I start to care. <laughs> Tucker Carlson talked about the green M M&M. and Okay, so there was a fantastic side by side portrayal of Tucker Carlson talking about the wet ass pussy music video. The, and being the like, WAP. I can't believe they're sexualizing themselves, and this is number one in the media, and then. He spent like 15 minutes talking about the green M&M being desexualized. He's like, can you believe what these men, what these liberals are doing? When is enough is enough. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. Uh, fuck that guy. And uh, fuck his perfect hairline. Oh, the Joe Biden or the NASCAR driver? <laughs> no, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant Brandon. The NASCAR driver. Come on now. You don't know where the Let's Go Brandon came from? I know from? where it came Yeah, from. he's a NASCAR driver, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you hear the people behind me chanting, let's go, Brandon. Fuck Joe Biden. I'm sure you're familiar with that, being a liberal, you know. Yeah, does that offend Juan? you, you libtard? I'm only slightly offended. 
This this only makes me wanna eat slightly less vegan cheese. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of vegan stuff, uh, another book that's been banned. Uh, you you were mentioning on on top of the broadcast. Uh, what's that book? Beloved. Beloved, Beloved by uh, yep, that's right. Uh, similar uh, Pulitzer Prize winning book actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the story is like what he's like a slave or something. Uh, the, Twelve years. The, yeah, the story talks about um, a form a family of former uh, slaves who uh, had moved to the north and but had like the scars of slavery very much present throughout their their family and family trauma mm-hmm. and um like the primary reason that that uh the people and, and it's funny enough because this the re, like this book getting banned was actually run on by a uh, governor the gov the new governor of west virginia he ran on this issue like he was like like you, if you guys elect me, I will ban books like this. And then they did elect him. And then he did ban the book. Yes. Well, at least uh, he's a man of word. Yeah, yeah at least like, for once, a, an honest politician. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> and that's why I elected and voted for Trump. <laughs> Someone who's honest, hardworking. The outlier. One of us. One of us hardworking people. That's right. He's Somebody gonna, you can really have a beer with. You know? Drain the swamp. Somebody you can. Sit at the bar with exactly. Eat a few wings. Eat a burger. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna hate on the Trump dog, but I'm telling you what, when he was president, we weren't trying to ban sexy mice. That's that all, that's true. all I'm gonna say. He was like, "Fuck it, keep that book." In. Well, critical race theory became a yeah. big contention. Yeah, <laughs> that's when they were pushing that shit, and they just used that shit to Christopher Columbus is evolve a bad guy. into this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but please uh, inform us more on the beloved novel. But yeah, essentially, um, a woman who has famously like uh, lobbied her local government or school board against this book uh, was used to make this ad by the new governor of West Virginia. I want to say Virginia or West Virginia, one of the Virginias. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, um, she was placed up there on that commercial where she goes on to talk about how there's nudity and how there is um, like the killing of children in the in the books. And it's like do you never want to read about any war ever because mm-hmm. like there's gonna be a lot of similar themes and tragic like sides to humanity in 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 a book like that or in a history class you know like um yeah the less people learn about this the you know like winston churchill said those who fail to learn history are doomed to repeat it Hell which yeah. i think is very true and if kids aren't learning about like oh well what led to this because it's not like hitler went from zero to a hundred in like a month it's i mean there's a slow progression of propaganda of lying to people mm-hmm. like it's it's a tension that builds up over years decades and then finally a big event happens a catalyst yeah. right. everything else so if people aren't aware and are aren't willing to acknowledge the signs of something like this i mean isn't this testing our freedom of speech amendment yeah, a hundred percent. What the country was built on, where the settlers came over here, where, you know, I, Phil, I think it was you who said it that now in the state of is it Missouri or Minnesota? Uh, M- Missouri. Missouri. That. Mm-hmm. Please go ahead. Uh, uh, in the state of Missouri, I believe, uh, there's a, a school that's banning um, uh, literature that's not related to religion. Uh, that uh, the. I fuck my word is so bad. I'm, no. sorry. I'm about two glasses in a wine, folks. <laughs> what you're trying to say is anything that doesn't contest religion is allowed to be yeah. taught. But the things that contest religion should be taught. Mm-hmm. Like kids should be allowed to think for themselves. 
and ultimately it's the separation of state of school and state that isn't being of church and state. Oh, church and state. That's what I meant. Yeah. Mm. And, and what, what whatever your ideology is on the past and like the creation of Earth, like it is important to like understand like, you know, fuck the dinosaurs. Just study the soil. Study how like the sedimentary like tectonic plates like shift and all that stuff, and how like the Earth is more than like what popular religion believes yeah. like six thousand years or yeah, what, or a lot, a lot of like Christian. Uh, myths that are believed in the south are like creationism you know that that the earth is six thousand ten thousand years old and, what and that like dinosaurs lived at the same time that man did there's do, do, you, you yeah, gotta look right, it up yeah. it's it's like its own like incredibly entertaining comic book universe like it's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I highly recommend it but i did okay. want to pose a question to you guys mm-hmm. as far as how old you guys think that this mom was trying to get that book by uh, tony morrison band like, what class do you think she was, like, doing that for? Because she was doing that for her kids who were in the school, right? Like, what class, like, of, would of that be? children? Yeah, would that be, like, seventh grade? Would that be, like, freshman? What class would you Oh, it's got to be high school. I, I would guess they're in high school if they're, if this is a book that's in the running yeah. of their literature. So I would guess they're mm-hmm. probably sophomores in high school. Probably 15, 16. I yeah. believe it was a senior-level AP class. That AP she, class? Yeah. Yeah, that's even more preposterous. Yeah. And and she was like, she on the commercial, she was acting so like aghast and like like gasping, like how dare they? Like just the most pearl clutching Karen energy you can imagine. It was it was incredible. And then you find out, yeah, this was for like an advanced level senior class. So something that they should be taught. Yeah, like- mm-hmm. yeah. If, if there is a single class that. A high school can be justified in teaching subjects like yeah. that. It would probably be that one, but you you would think they would teach it even more. Well, I mean, since that statement, it's almost like a, a haunting description of what's happening now. Our seniors, our AP level seniors, are learning graphic novels that we learned in middle school. No, no, no homie, that was Mouse. Um, Beloved is the oh, one that, that she yeah. did okay, that for. That's okay. crazy. Yeah. I mean, well, they're... Beloved is a little bit more more of a heavier subject than Mouse. So <laughs> I can see that Slightly. being AP. You know, class. Yeah, and yeah, you know, ultimately, kids should be taught this when you know in their Sunday mass they're being taught about. It's very recent history. Like, yeah, this is it was a like very, four generations ago. Very, very recent thing yeah. when like you see the Bible have some of the most horrific stories about like a father killing his kid and Hell like yeah. yeah, you know, a daughter sleeping with her father. And if you read that thing, it's not a fun read. It's not like people are like, oh, you what are you gonna do this weekend? Like, oh, I'm gonna read a Stoic by Seneca. What are you gonna read? Oh, I'm going to read the Bible. <laughs> also, another hot book to read. Very hot. Oh, Stoics? Very, very steamy. <laughs> the, the original erotica book. If you Exactly. Uh, moving on. The to story the... of Cain and Abel? Come on now. Oh, I'm over Come here talking, thinking you're talking about the Stoics. Now, uh, moving on to other people that are getting banned. Joe Thank Rogan. you for uh, leading us in there, Ric Flair. Woo! Joe oh, Rogan, uh, do I need to say more? Right to censor, my God! All right, crazy. right, right. To to let people know, how long have you have you guys all been listening to him? You introduced me to him back in two thousand. Let's see, how long have I been dating Adriana? Well, it was probably year two, three, so twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen. I introduced you to him. Yeah, you introduced me to him in like 2017. Yeah. Did I, I introduce you to him? Uh, 
Maybe you know. Because I introduced I Jose Gay as well. Because you got me into Joey Coco Diaz and like the oh, whole like, yeah. sub, subgroup. But I vividly remember the three of us being at the Geneva and at a point like in the kitchen, like talking about JRE. Like, dude, you listen to the new one with the. Uh, I think we were talking about the sleep with Matthew Walker, like, or is it the Wil- the William Hoff like the breathing techniques oh, and all yeah. stuff. Yeah, the the Iceman guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking oh, about. Oh, where that dude, like, yeah, yeah. that crazy person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you, so you introduced me to him back in, like, 20... So we've been fans for a while, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we, you would all agree? Before the Spotify deal, before the yeah. controversy. Be, the controversies back then was him, like, hosting, like, all right, conservative Yeah, people. he would have Milo Yiannopoulos. Yep, big one. Stefan yeah. Molyneux, who was a dude who was still into phrenology in, like, 2015. Who's mm. the really short king? The short king. Yeah, the short king. Oh, the bagel man? Bagel boss? No. He's, bagel he's, boss? he's also super right conservative. Oh, Ben oh, Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Yeah, ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro on. They had a big argument about marijuana. Mm-hmm. Oh, Crowder. Oh, he had Crowder, Crowder too. Yeah, yeah, that's Crowder embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, that's a... That's a Hard one to watch. Yeah, just cloud him. Oh, especially with the one guy, Adam destroys everything. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. That Adam was, ruins they, everything. Yeah, that guy, Adam Conway or something. What's his name? Yeah, they had a very big alpha versus beta male discussion, which like, which is an ass had discussion to have upon itself. Right, and he. I mean, so we've been fans for a while, like Juan said, and we've been listening to the with a grain of salt from the beginning. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is not a scientist. He yeah. has on scientists. It was always exactly. entertainment, and then you were exposed to perhaps like a to a vein of people. information that you could maybe travel down, but also with a grain of salt and yeah. with your heads up. You well, know? I bet I bet your ass loved the uh, the CIA talks with like Mike Baker. I hated Mike stuff. Baker. Hated he Mike was Baker? a former CIA. Why would I trust him? Well, that's true. He was literally. "Quote unquote former CIA's if that's a thing. Why? Yeah. Well, why they would, also had Abby Martin, which is like your yeah, like, and she would like go on to burn people like Mike Baker, mm-hmm. but like she was really uh, focused on Israel, the Israel Palestine issue, and, and which that, like people have totally come around to. It like I believe, um, damn, I can't remember the name of the uh, Human Rights Watch group. Oh, but, the one from North Korea? No, there's a, a global human rights watch group yeah. um, that uh, just recently pronounced that Israel is an apartheid state. Like they are just like South Africa. Like they are just like the Jim Crow. Like oh, Israel, uh, not Palestine. Israel, yeah, Israel Whoa. is treating as Palestinian citizens um, like an apartheid state. They are like Jim Crow America. They are like South Africa. And yeah, like it, it, they are made to drive on different highways. Like, what the fuck are you gonna call that? And uh, Abby Martin has uh, famously been on the forefront of that issue. And like, I'll totally give her credit for that. Um, well, but for- you gotta give Joe Rogan credit for giving the platform to Abby Martin to discuss. Because <laughs> like, I mean, that's you're going against Israel essentially, which is backed by the American government. Yeah. Which is not a favorable position to be outright, you know, especially in publications like the New York Post, which is owned by Jeff Bezos. You mean Washington Post? They're all posting in New York City, <laughs> Washington, New York. They're all on the East Coast. Who gives a shit? It's all fake news to me. The only news I trust is uh, uh, RT, if they Russia Today. Yeah. That's the only If they don't news. have the letter F in front of the news, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> what the fuck does the F stand for? Fox, Fox baby. Oh, Come, okay. Come on now. That's a, that's a cheer. Yeah, right if, it's not, if it's not financed by Rupert Murdoch, my favorite Australian billionaire... Not trusting exactly. it. Exactly. Not trusting it. Uh, mm-hmm. But that very long segue goes into what we're talking about today, which is why Joe Rogan has put out two incredibly cringy apologies 
that are 10 minutes each. Jeez. It's so cringy that it got the response of the former president-elect Donald Trump to uh, send like mass emails to like the people who support the supported him throughout his campaign. What? Let me guess to raise money somehow. <laughs> that motherfucker is always trying to raise money off his like dumb fuck followers. Sometimes he was trying to get, get money for that uh, app that went nowhere, the Freedom app or whatever the the free Freedom Speech website. Stan, is that what it's called? Ran- I think it's no, called Rumble. I th- yeah, there's a like a like a. I mean, whatever it was, it free failed. speech YouTube called Rumble that he's like been associated with in the past, mm. which is all racism, by the way. <laughs> Usually, yeah, like like even if their concept is cool. Like the group of people that goes there first goes and ruins it, and then it makes everybody else afraid to dip their toe in that water. It's like four like chan. Yeah, but, but he he wrote a, a, a email to like people like, I'm very disappointed that Joe Rogan is apologizing. You're very strong. Don't make them look make you look weak and terrifying. This isn't you. Yeah, kind of a thing, right? And like, yeah. So what are your like like we've we've laid out the picture. What are our individual thoughts on it? See, it's almost like. Because first they got him for disinformation, right? For <laughs> for COVID. Right? Yeah. And that didn't really stick to the point where uh, fucking The Rock came out and supported Joe Rogan, right? At first he was like, that's my brother. That's my buddy, Joe Rogan. I trust him. I back him up. And then disinformation didn't work on him. We'll get the racist card. <laughs> They they uh, the compilation that uh, that's been going around the news, uh, social the, media, the, the N word. Mm-hmm. There's two famous ones. There's one him. There's one of him uh, from like 11 to 12 years ago discussing the Planet of the Apes, uh, going out to see with his friends. Uh, they took an Uber. They went to somewhere in Pennsylvania, an old black neighborhood, and then he described walking out. Whoa! It's like I'm in Planet of the Apes, right? That, that that was the quote from Joe Rogan. Yeah, right. that's one of the like apology videos was centered around. Me, me and Tommy and his girlfriend got super high, and then we went to the movies, and then we went out, and I was like, "What are we in Africa? This is like Planet of the Apes." And and that was the quote that he said. See, he's wrong because Planet of the Apes wasn't in Africa; it was in New York City. So since by 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 yeah, facts, that, that was misinformation. Since by facts itself, that's wrong. Right. Okay. Yeah, if anything, they should have attacked him on that angle. And then the other video is just a compilation of him saying the N-word Multiple with the R. Which, to be fair, was a lot of times. I was I was yeah. unaware. I was a pretty, like, avid listener. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I was listening, I didn't catch it that many times. I was like, God like, damn. I remember him saying it once or twice and being like, yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to say that. Like, when I say it right now, like people are like, oh, my God, why is he saying well, it? Well, like, like, even in some of those videos, like, the context of the yeah. videos, like... He would, he would talk about, like... The power Repeating word. a story, uh, and, like, instead of saying the N-word, mm-hmm. he would actually say it. Yeah. And, like, but to be fair, though, like, people have learned that, like, like throughout the years, right? Like, yes. That is, like, a, a thing that people are learning. Like, um, for example, I saw that... Um, um, people were also attacking, what's her name? Anna, the Anna, Anna Kasparian. Anna oh, Kasparian from the Red Scare from, Pod? Nah, man, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> what kind of alt-right weird shit are you watching? Anna Kasparian from the Young Turks, like the yes. YouTube like news, like progressive. Yeah, she's uh, got her own other podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's called the Red she, Scare Pod. Anna Kasparian, she's like Yugoslavian or some shit, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, her, uh, she she was also getting like uh, a lot of shit on Twitter, um, you know, by yeah, 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 quote unquote, like educated liberals and shit mm-hmm. over um, the fact that when, uh, like 
I don't know, 10 years ago, they used to report on her YouTube channel that she's very prominent on. She runs a YouTube channel, like I said. She's essentially like an anchor woman on the internet. And they would also say it. like they And their stance on it at the time was that they did not want to sanitize racism. And, like, I get it. Like, like if, if there is going to be a new societal standard and nobody can say it, you got to let, like, a few people... You kind of, I don't want to say grandfathered in, but you kind of want to practice a, a, like, tactical, like, acceptance. But, you know what I mean? Like, but, you have to know when somebody, like, that motherfucker, the Seinfeld guy. Oh. Like, that dude was like, <laughs> we're going to hang you from trees and this and that. It's like, hmm. Definitely. I don't know if you want to like forgive that one, but yeah, there, but, but, but there Joe are Rog- some times where but but Joe Rogan's complete opposite of that because Joe Rogan is quote unquote a threat to the legacy media to like I mean look at he, yeah, I mean he, you're he, right about that he got yeah. paid a hundred over a hundred million dollars on September the first of September in 2020 to go pure Spotify right and that's a catalog of eleven years and then within those eleven years that's him discussing the the, the powerful uh, the meaning the 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 weight that the word the n word or just words in general has yeah. you know and they're comics you know uh, George Carlin uh, George Carlin famous for his uh, eleven words or seven words you can't see on TV mm-hmm. right and it says uh, a list of slurs slurs <laughs> it's a list of slurs and um, yeah no uh, I don't know where I was going with that but <laughs> see no sometimes I just start a sentence and I hope it finds itself along the way see what I'm trying to say is that this is more than just like like look at mouse the right to have a dialogue of like something gruesome right yeah. we should be able to discuss gruesome matters like slavery and uh, the holocaust right yeah I think you should be but I but like to, to have an open discussion of whether like the n-word is part do you even say the n-word to get this kind that's of that's like what i'm saying backlash? like i i understand the argument i understand the the feedback that it's getting but i don't agree with the fact like how many times he use it mm-hmm. and it's one thing to be like you shouldn't be allowed to say the n-word but the amount that he said it was like all right that's pretty ridiculous like i would understand if he was saying like you shouldn't you know like i just said like you shouldn't use it but he was constantly repeating it and you get to a point where you're like all right like you know who agrees with you on that cool the fucking the beautiful queen uh jen saki the uh white house press secretary uh on the first of february they had a press press briefing right just what's her name uh, jessica Sa- rabbit <laughs> she might as well cosplay as a jessica rabbit god bless her uh jen saki the uh red hair queen herself yeah. uh the press secretary for biden yeah white house uh uh, she was asked during the uh, qu- I'll give the full question in quotations. It's, cool. it's a long one. By the way, the guy that asked the question, pretty sure it's an MSNBC plant. You know, I'll All have right, my so- fucking conspiracy theorist tinfoil hat. I'll have my sources. Is that tinfoil hat tied on? I'll have my sources check it back on that. But this is the question that they asked <clears throat> last week. The Surgeon General also was asked on MSNBC about Joe Rogan's vaccine comments on Spotify. And he said that tech companies have an important role to play in stopping misinformation because he, quote, they are the predominant places where misinformation spreads. Spotify is putting on adverse, adverse, wow, adversary? You're, yeah, adversary. Am I saying that right? Uh, where are you? Right here. Just, you know, I'll take it away. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, take just, it away. Just edit this. Okay. Where are you? Okay. The, 
question to Miss Jennifer Saki was, mm-hmm. last week, the Surgeon General was asked on MSNBC about Joe Rogan's vaccine comments on Spotify. And he said that tech companies have an important role to play in stopping misinformation because they are the predominant places where misinformation spreads. Spotify is putting out advisory warnings on episodes that have to do with COVID-19. Does the White House have the administration? Does the White House and the administration think this is a satisfactory step, or do you think that the companies like Spotify should go further than just putting a label on there to say, "Hey, go do your own," you know, check this out. You know, there's more research you can look at, you know, scientific research regarding COVID. But by the way, that's the legit, the quote. Yeah. That's the quote that, that the stupid I'm, ass reporter that, said. That. I was re- I was watching the video and this dude had to be at least like 20, 22. So this, this college that sounds graduate. like a total like, like 20 year old talking. You know, like, you know, the misinformation, you know, Joe Rogan, like you're at the White House. Like Richard Spencer, is that his name, right? The White House press secretary that mm-hmm. cried when he got fired. He's like, yeah. "Oh, Donald Trump is so happy." Homie, it was not Richard Spencer. What was his name? Ken Spencer, or he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Sean know. Spicer. Sean Spicer. My Richard bad. Spencer's like the alt right hero, dude. Oh, don't, definitely not that guy. Don't <laughs> that guy. So I think well, just to summarize my thought on this is, they should just put an advisory, hmm. and that's it. Oh, Jen Psaki went further than that. She wants more than just an advisory. Yeah. I don't know how much more you can she, do without deplatforming him. Like, you can't cancel him because you shouldn't. Like, no one should. Unless he's not. I mean, he's spreading misinformation, but to an extent, like, when I'm seeing people on Facebook being like, no, 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 don't get the vaccine. Go listen to this episode of Joe Rogan. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's not what the point. That's of a the red epi- flag. Yeah, that's not what the point of the episode is. The yeah. point of the episode is to make you understand. You you can be hmm. against cancel culture, but also view Rogan through a skeptical lens. Like, right. Yeah. Both of the, you like both of those things can be true. At exactly. The same time. You can watch Joe Rogan and understand that he is a dumbass comedian, hmm. which he has said multiple times. He is not intelligent. No. He he got kicked in the head multiple times. CTE like a motherfucker. He was in martial arts. <laughs> he is not smart. He is entertaining and he has on people who are very smart. However, there is this thing called confirmation bias where you do research that supports your already opinion. So, for example, I think that the co- the COVID vaccine makes you gay. So, <laughs> I'm going to go to Google and I'm going to Google does the COVID vaccine make you gay and I'm going to only look for the articles that Prove that that is confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. Why would Rogan, at this point in his career, have people on that challenge his point of view? He doesn't. So he's only going to have people on who are further going to implement his point of view. I mean, we're talking about ooh, ooh, ooh. we used to listen to him when he would have people argue he, with him. That was years ago. Yeah. He no longer but, but has a couple that. weeks ago to, to kind of prove that wrong. A couple weeks ago, he had the uh, the the lead uh, fucking. Uh, doctor expert from CNN go on to the show uh, Dr. Danya Gupta to essentially Sanjay Gupta Gupta to essentially refute everything that Fauci said in the beginning of like weren't you guys kind of wrong about the mask and like with Mm -hmm. six feet and whatnot it's like well see we were kind of wrong about the statistics and data because of that right so you have that as like him having like an open discussion with people who don't support his like bias thing. Honestly, I think it's just a political. Yeah, but I mean, I, it, even in, it's all in a that... political hit job with the midterms coming up. Look, I don't think Joe Rogan has like the power to like get Joe swing. Biden out of the office to swing the vote, right? But but during the 
during the Trump Trump presidency, presidency. he gave the platform open to Bernie Sanders, to Tulsi Galbert, right? Two oppositions that would never even give it. Andrew Yang, who -hmm. would never even given more than 15, 20 minutes of speech time, right? Now they have a platform that can go speak in an hour. Now, they didn't do anything to like change the outcome of the vote, but there was more votes or more eyes on Tulsi Galbert that essentially took away from what's her face? Though Elizabeth Warren, which, by the way, if it wasn't for Warren, Bernie Sanders would be president, I think. If she would have, yeah, if she wouldn't have stayed, yeah, if she wouldn't have stayed in the primaries mm-hmm. and taken those votes away and given to Sanders, yeah, because she was like running in a time when she was, she could only play spoiler. I think she only People got like eight percent of the votes in her hometown. Yeah. But I mean, what I was gonna say though is like, even in your refuting of that, mm. like. The thing I hate about fucking anti-vax people yeah, is yeah. like their talking points. Like they said, they were they were like the one that you said that Joe Rogan repeated to Sanjay Gupta, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well, Fauci lied about masks." It's like, yeah, dumb fuck, because we like live in a neoliberal government that only solves problems the moment they become like crisis level problems. Like they are yeah. never like prepared for a future situation they're never going to prepare for a future pandemic you know so they obviously like the supply chain could only provide for the health professionals at the time and the government kind of had to fucking lie to everybody but if if, and this is why i say that you have to pay attention to international like you have to have an international lens i knew that they were fucking lying from the beginning i was telling everybody i mean i was like they're lying like joe rogan had every like in every other country people are masking up like y'all can believe them but like they're lying like they they had the affections expert michael storm michael ostern uh like a year two years ago before the uh the quarantine all that stuff uh to, to literally say that we we've known about COVID nineteen for a while, and like we've had vaccines and preparations. This is the affections expert, uh, Michael. You you know what I'm talking about? No, Michael who are you talking about? Where is he from though? Uh, on this subject later though, like to, we're gonna see how this plays it, out. I don't think Rogan will get canceled, but I think there will be more warnings and stuff that will be placed ahead yeah. of his. Well, they took 113 episodes of his down. Correct. Yeah, and it, and it's, that's real time. They're still taking some down. Yes. So, but, oh, one like final add on to that though, like uh-huh. I think not only does this affect people like Rogan, but it affects like the future Rogan, if that makes any sense. It also kind of has like a like a chilling effect well, on on like smaller content creators that are like not gonna uh, tackle some of these subjects that they're seeing are radioactive or even big tech yeah. companies that are like we can impose these regulations on your content look at gofundme and the freedom truckers in canada yeah their government got involved with a tech company that said like no cut the funds yeah and now lawmakers here in america are like is that illegal kind of a thing no yeah i get, I get what you're saying yeah like they, yeah the no I, yep that that's happening in canada right now they have a, a trucker convoy where they're protesting um, essentially mask regulations and shutdowns mm-hmm. and uh, the local governments are urging um, what, what's the name of the company um, GoFundMe GoFundMe to, yeah to not give them their funds and like urging them to donate them to charity which in my mm-hmm. opinion is kind of theft like it like pe- yeah. they, those like if you're gonna fucking do that shit can return their money like what the fuck well it's doing? because they keep 3% of all donations yeah that's, that's the 
the end game of that. You know? Okay, so they they were looking for a reason to keep it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they refunded the the money to the people. Now you can give money to give fund me instead of GoFundMe is give fund me, right? Yeah. Which I think is fake. Don't donate to that. <laughs> <laughs> that I think you're donate fake. to some trucker. It looks like a 1990s website. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. um, the paperclip is still on there. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's crazy news. Crazy Real news. Quick. Do we want to talk about Amir Locke or do we want to move on? Let's do five minutes on it. Five it's minutes? Just, yeah. on, on a guy that just died? Yeah, I mean... It's, give that guy some more respect. That's, that's what I feel like. Should we flesh it out more next week? No, because... As of right now, yeah, the development know, story... Yeah, your yeah. Uriah is like pretty cool on that shit. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Next week's guest. You know what? You want to introduce Yeah, that's right. Guest? Yeah, next week's guest, we're going to invite a... Uh, a friend of mine who I met at my workplace, um, he's a super interesting guy. He's been a musician for, I want to say, like, since he's been a teenager. And he's in his, I believe, 30 now. So for a long time, he's been a musician. Um, and he's played all around the country, uh, specifically the Pacific Northwest, where he spent a lot of time, a former brewer. And uh, he's coming, I believe, with also a bandmate to represent their band. And we're going to talk about them uh their name is contact high um they are on youtube i i want to plug one of their songs it's called comatose it's a really fun song um phil you listen to it what kind of like vibe would you say they give you what kind of energy did you read off of that song very uh radical liberating (laughs) if i if i don't i don't smoke weed anymore but if i would roll up a joint and just tune out to it i would I disagree with that. <laughs> I think they were, I don't know, kind of just like a very fun get up and move kind of like ska, very yeah, very, very punk, very ska. Yeah, a very Which just a super fun um, rock mellow. song. Yeah, you very know, like mellow. a little bit of rock, a little bit of reggae in there. It's a super fun song. Well, speaking of being world travel, uh, one of our own uh, went over to the Windy City not too long ago. We'll come back to that with some interesting details on uh, some world news. Uh, is it world news or is it local news, right? What is it? Uh, breaking news. Breaking news. I thought we were talking about um, yeah, if we'll, we were we'll, about yeah, to move we'll, into yeah, the we'll be right topic. Yeah, exactly. We'll be the right fun back half. to that. Oh, the fun half. The fun half. Moving into the fun The fun half. house. And we're back. We are back to talk about some of the worst restaurant experiences, not only that we've performed, but that we have received. We have been in the restaurant industry for 10 plus years. Uh, Phil, a little less? Definitely way less. I've only <laughs> been in the restaurant business for like four years. Oh, okay. And then I got out of it. But you were raised in it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, raised yeah. You, you, parents yeah, have been involved and all that stuff. And yeah. Your parents kind of... That's a, that counts for a little bit. Exactly. Luce, the, what used to be the Lucy's Cafe in Walworth. Yeah. Now it's some other cafe, but uh, it used to be uh, rented by my father. My father. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, we had a pizza shop in Darien, Lofogada. I was there. That was fun. Yeah. You know, honestly, if, like, 
if we were Italian, that'd be like money laundering businesses that like oh, a bunch of sure. failed businesses that went nowhere. Like, what are you doing? But we're not smart enough to take advantage of the tax brackets <laughs> like that. So, Juan, how many years did you spend in the restaurant industry? In counting? Jeez. Mm, Ten and counting since I was like 16. Ten and counting, so same yeah. as me. Uh, but we have had terrible service at a few places. We have given terrible service at a few places. And I think it'd be nice because I had a terrible experience over the weekend. I, I wanted to bring it back to some of our roots, which are restaurant roots, and for us to talk about some of those terrible uh, experiences. What happened to you in Chicago, man? So the missus and I went to Chicago to watch a comedy show. We went to go see Andrew Santino oh, at the, the Chicago Theater. The the funny red, the uh, red ginger. Rooster. Yeah, the red rocket. Yeah. So Tell me to- why I thought that that was like the old school wrestler who wrestled with Umaga. With Umaga? You know what? His name was like uh, Santino Escobar or some shit like that. Yeah, so right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Umaga, back, a, a big Samoan WWE guy. His he whole was like, uh, he was like John Cena's main rival for all of like two years. Yeah, he was unbeatable for a little bit. Yeah, but uh, he was scripted to be unbeatable for a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Samoan guys, you know. What do you mean scripted? He, that's a Samoan power. WWE is real. Come on, it's, now. Real, it's real to me. Uh, so we went. We were in Chicago for the weekend, and there was this restaurant that we saw on TikTok that was this all-you-can-eat sushi place by the name of Sushi Pace P A Y C as in cat E. All you can eat. All you can eat. Yeah. Whoa. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, we'll go check it out. It's new. Like, point is, we love sushi and we want to go check this place out. And it's been on TikTok, so heavily advertised. It was on TikTok. There was this one TikTok that went viral on it. And we're like, fuck it, let's go check it out. So we finally get down there. Uh, we get to our hotel room around 3 20. So right after check in. And we're like, all right, let's just immediately, like, after that, let's just go straight to the restaurant so we get to the restaurant at 4 20 as soon as we walk in it's empty and we're like what the fuck are they closed by the way what a great time to enter 4 20 <laughs> have any was, reservation i literally looked at no they didn't have any reservations and we tried Ooh. calling ahead to see if we could like be put on a list or something nothing we walk in it's empty and we're like what the fuck and then we go to the bar and the lady's like oh we're closed we're we're reopening at five because we sold out of a bunch of our ingredients that the chef needs to prep again. So what is, what is he going to do in 40 minutes? Go to the river and <laughs> fucking get some fish? What the like, hell? <laughs> so he needed time to prep. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So we sit at the bar and we get a nice tea, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, we're chilling there. And I keep seeing people walking in and the owner is like, come back at five. We're going to reopen at five. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And finally five rolls around and there's a few people that are being sat right away there's a few people coming in so it's like all right we get sat in the center of this like small room and it's a very very small restaurant it's like a hallway like there's maybe 18 tables total wow like it's it's tiny so we get sat in the middle and we're waiting patiently we'll probably wait like 20 minutes and we see this server finally walk around so we're like all right cool as we're sitting down, she's walking between tables. She goes to one next to us. She skips us. She goes to another one next to us. And finally, my girlfriend's like, hey, excuse me. Like, uh, we haven't ordered yet. And it's we, we were the first ones sat in the restaurant. <laughs> and we were the first ones there. Finally, they take our order that we want two or three rolls. And then we also want, like, two appetizers. And we're going to order everything. 
we have to be at the theater at seven because doors open at seven. So like if we leave here no later than seven, we'll get there on seven thirty, go get our spot, do what we need to do, right? So we're sitting down waiting and after like thirty minutes Somebody brings over, like, oh, did you order the, I think it was called, like, the My Girl? Wait, wait, 30 minutes of already ordering after we appetizers? Ordered, yeah, ordering yeah. appetizers. After 30 minutes, finally, we're like, all right, it's almost six. And they bring over a roll by accident, and they take the rest away because they weren't ours. So we're like, well, we're going to eat it. Like, we did I technically order this. We eat it, and then they take it away. What the hell? And by the way, no one around us has gotten their food. Like, we have seen zero food come out to the people around us. And they ordered slightly before us. We waited another 20 minutes. No food, nothing. No sign of food. Everybody around us just gets, like, one or two plates. Tops. So, no, like, everybody around us is waiting. We're, we've been in there for an hour and a half now. Almost two hours. An hour since we've ordered. It's now 6.20. Oh. And, and I look you at... You got there at 4.20? It's at 6.20. What the hell? And it was an hour after we ordered. And we haven't gotten any food yet. We got one roll by accident. Not even... And the rest taken away. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so then we finally... We're like, you know, fuck it. We're going to have to leave and just grab some other food quickly. Yeah. So we get up and we just calmly walk out. I even push in my chair. No one asked me anything as I walked out. I just get up, push in my chair. We walk out. We go to this Asian restaurant. That's literally around the corner from the block we're at. <laughs> it's called Mo's. M-O apostrophe S. We walk in. Hell like, yeah. Vaccine card. We show them. Like ID. Well, yeah. Chicago is, no matter where you go, it's you got to show them your vaccine card. No matter right? where you go, you need your vaccine card. However, they have just lifted the mask mandate in some areas. Oh, and really? Pritzker just gave an announcement. Yeah. There we go. Mayor like, Lightfoot. Like right before you guys came in, they, they, they said something. So I was reading up on that. Uh we walk in there. We're it's six twenty five when we walk in. We walk out the door at six forty five. That's what I'm talking about. Like right? we ordered two rolls and oh, two yeah. apps, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yep, here you go. Here's your food. Here's your bullshit. Boom, boom. All oh, right, yeah. get the fuck out of here." Bada boom. Called an fast Uber. casual baby. Yeah, called an Uber. And Juan, you'd appreciate this. Once we get to the theater, we ordered two old fashions. Guess what they poured us? Straight Knob Creek. Fuck yeah. No bitters, no fruit, straight Knob Creek on the rocks. Or like, yeah, two old fashions. Wait, wait, are you sure? 100%. Like, they just put a cup down in front of you and then just poured it? They didn't do anything else? Correct. And before we could even say anything, they're like, next, next, who's in line next? (laughs) We're like, two old fashions. And he goes, two old fashions. I look at the screen. It says two old fashions. We pay for it. But they, you're telling me he just poured... Whiskey in a cup. He did nothing else. That is correct. Damn. He got it wrong too then. <laughs> Motherfucker was supposed to stir that, add some sugar, and add some bitters. There was and then no a bitters. citrus peel ex- ex- expression. What uh, what what comedy club did you go to? We went to the Chicago Theater. Okay, hell yeah. It was, it was fucking beautiful. And Andrew Santino's a great uh, com- comedian. Mm. Everybody should go see him. He's also in that show, uh, Dickie. Dave. Dave, 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 yeah, yeah, with Lil Dicky, which is a fantastic show. Highly, I gotta watch that. I want to watch that Lil Dicky show. It's really, really good. It's on uh, Hulu. It's a little dark in the second season. And funny too. That's why I like it. Very funny. That's but, dope, gentlemen. Uh, let's go with Juan. Juan, what is one terrible restaurant experience that comes to mind? Let me give you two because they're gonna be kind of fast. All right, that's fine. I have okay. okay. So, um, I want to say like, at least a year ago, I maybe even more like. 
16 months, 18 months, something close to that. Um, right when COVID started, I was waking up one day just looking to go get breakfast on a weekend with my boo. And uh, I had a local favorite spot that I really enjoyed because they went out of their way to make their own jams. You said what? Yeah. They Where were, is this? Yeah, it's called Deb's Diner in... Uh, I'm not even going to say where it is because uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to give them business after the way they treat me. <laughs> um, but point is, um, I used to love this place. They would make their own strawberry rhubarb jam and their that own. Sounds really, really good. And their own apple butter. I had never tasted apple butter until I went there. Do they there. still do this? Yeah, they do. I'm going to have to go check them out. But I mean, listen, listen to the rest of the story because okay. you might think otherwise. Um, so I used to love going to this place, right? Is this in Walworth? Not gonna say. Not gonna say. <laughs> but homemade jams. Only, yeah, like it sounds good. Google could tell me where it is. Uh, yeah, I'll let you uh, find out on your own. Put a little elbow grease into it. Yeah. But uh, point is, I used to love going to this place. Me and I used to love going to this place. And then I showed up one day, right when like a month into COVID is starting, and um, I knew that this woman was like pretty Republican because she like well, well, well. Yeah, it like, isn't the COVID starting rat himself. <laughs> it, it, like they uh, had a like a, a little like cow that was mounted on the wall, like a little cute plush toy with a MAGA hat on it. And like from the beginning, from like a, a year before the Trump administration even started, like they were oh, pretty early him. adopters over here. <laughs> Right. And um, so I knew like like we weren't going to agree on shit, but right when COVID started, I want that they, they started uh, putting up a sign in their front that said that if you wore a mask, you weren't like welcome. Yeah. Like they weren't like no masks allowed. They were like, no, turn around now. They were like, the we, opposite of the we don't of want them. you like, yeah, like like if you're wearing a mask, get the fuck out. Like they had and, and there was. And I had seen that on their Google review page, and I kind of didn't believe it. And then, <laughs> and then went in, went in still, and yeah, that was up there. Um, but not only that, dude. The thing that just like I was like gonna look past that. I was just gonna say, oh, whatever. Oh, oh for the jam. Yeah, I was gonna say like whatever. Like I wasn't gonna look past it. But then the day that she took care of us, and this is clearly like a husband uh, wife combo uh, handling it. She's a woman who's, like, married to the cook, and she's, like, the front of the restaurant, and he's the back. Yeah. Yeah, this kind of dynamic. Very, you know, a little wholesome. But she was she was just work, uh That particular day, She as she was wiping everything, she was just, like, coughing up so much phlegm and just, like, making me feel disgusted with, like, the fact that I'm, like, chilling here as she's, like, very proudly, like, not giving a fuck about COVID being a thing. And she's when people thought yeah. that you were gonna die if you get yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like month one when she, when, when all of us were terrified. No one knows like what what's going on yet. You the, know, the only footage being shown is like Chinese people falling to their face because yeah. they're sick with COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was over here like <laughs> talking about oh yeah, my husband almost called in today, but like we're both sick. Like you know, you have to come in, asshole. Like this and that. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, she's like cough, cough, cough. Like. You can basically see the phlegm like just spitting out of her mouth. Like it was just that gargly in in the back of her throat. And yeah, that's when I was like, nope, I'm good. Never coming back here again. Just that just turned me off so much. I didn't. No, like we we finished our stuff and then we just like never came back again. Even and that was a regular spot for for me and Alo. 
But in a like, I, I want to move on to a different one that I just went to this past week. A um, different racist restaurant? No. <laughs> <laughs> I never said they were racist. That was you. <laughs> but point is, I had gotten tricked similarly to you by social media. Um, oh, bamboozled? Yeah, I had gotten bamboozled. <laughs> I, I got bamboozled on a local, um, like, almost Walworth County networking page. Um, where they sometimes plug local restaurants and shit like that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I went, or I was on one, or I that uh, page came across my algorithm, and I discovered a restaurant called Roots and Rocks. Have you seen it? It's right here I'm in your downtown. Seen. Here in Elkhorn? Yeah, it's in Elkhorn. No. Yeah, it's it's here in Elkhorn. Don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> well, thank so you. So it's it's kind of like a mini fire to fork done really terribly. Ooh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, like I'll walk you through it. Um, I ordered a spinach artichoke dip, um, where the dip itself was very decent and like mm-hmm. borderline good, but the bread that they served it with was just like the cheapest, like most powdery bread you can think of, where each slice you would bite into would just like crumble into dust inside of your mouth, and you're over here like. <gasps> Picking the sides of your, of your like gums and yeah. shit to like get, scrape that off with so your you tongue. So you were dipping it, and you were just making chowder. Exactly, exactly. That's the old world bread. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so it was that shit bread, right? And like you, you can look through or look past one or two bad things, right? Yeah. But also, when we walked in, like the lady was like, just like in a really nasally voice, was like. IDs, please. We're not. We don't serve enough food to be considered a restaurant, so I need to see some IDs. And Mike like, Wazowski. Yeah, like a very Mike nasally was- voice. Wait, they don't serve enough food to be considered a restaurant? I was, yeah, exactly. I was like, why the fuck would you tell me that? Just like ask, may I see some ID, please? Easy enough. You don't... Yeah. Less words than what you said. Like, that's quite literally easier. And it sounds way less rude, you know? Like, yeah. like we get it. We're young looking. But also, like, don't be, like, a weirdo about it. You know, like... <laughs> so they did that shit. They also gave me... my The first drink I had ordered there was just, like... I should have known this. It was a special. It was called the Snowball Coconut Martini. Ooh. I'm a sucker for coconut. Hell yeah. Sucker for coconut. I'll order anything coconut flavored. You're, you're, you can say that you're a bit of an exotic man. Yeah, right? yeah you can say that. You can say that. Yeah, exactly. A bit of tropical the modern day Tarzan. <laughs> that is what they called me. Ooh. That is yeah, exactly. And I ordered that that drink, and I get this just like blue moon colored drink. What? Yeah, it looks like melted blue moon ice cream. And so that was just a huge turnoff right Coconut? there. Coconut? Yeah, yeah. And and I would taste it, and you get, like, a hint of coconut, but, like, not very prominent at all. It almost just tastes... Like coconut was in the name? Yeah, but coconut was in the name, and it was uh, rimmed with uh, frosted coconut flakes. So, like, they incorporated coconut that way, but not really into the flavors of the drink itself. What? Yeah, so, it, again, another another, like, strike, right? And then the final strike was um we got our food that was very very bland very kind of lame 
You yeah. had a fish fry and a pepperoni pizza. A pepperoni. The pepperoni pizza on the menu, I could have sworn, did not specify that it was served with like red pepper and olives and all these like additional oh. things. What kind of pepperoni yeah. pizza puts fucking yeah, olives? Exactly. On it? And and it was served with these things when I had not said that. I said I saw pepperoni. I said I wanted I'll the pepperoni. I'll do the pepperoni one. pizza, please. Yeah, I just said I'd, I'll do the pepperoni. A flatbread, actually, was yeah. what they called it. Mm-hmm. And they served the flatbread on wax paper that they just slid off the tray and onto a bare table. So you just see the the grease skid marks everywhere. As, as they didn't when have you're a done. tray nope. or anything underneath. Nope. Again, Roots and Rocks, downtown Elkhorn. Well, technically, they're not a restaurant. So they yeah. Don't have, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't have to technically, serve they're, they're not a restaurant, oh which you made very goodness. specific. Fuck. And then final, like, to just point, mm. um, I will almost always order a Manhattan in a place when I'm, like, trying them. Yeah. Just to, like, it's almost like... If they fuck this if up. If they fuck this up, I'm not coming back. Like, yeah. it's kind of my test that I've, like, almost ran into. Um, and... They did the same thing that the GI did. They, uh, it was whiskey with um, the vermouth sunk way at the bottom and the bitters and like the cheap like maraschino cherries. If you ever get a Manhattan that does not that looks like it dark at the bottom and light at the top, it was not mixed. And if you ever get a Manhattan with those like hyper red like bright red cherries, it is a cheap bar and like you should probably be ordering that drink somewhere else just because the quality of the ingredients and how you prepare the ingredients makes the biggest difference when you make a manhattan like if if you're just sitting there mixing it in the glass quite literally not even stirring it and pouring it out Mm -hmm. it does not have the proper amount of dilution and it is not at the the right temperature that that cocktail was designed to be drunk at now as a bartender yourself are you someone that when you make a cocktail that is on the rocks like a Manhattan is, do you pour new ice or do you try to conserve some of the ice that has been mixed with the alcohol? Because I've seen both and there's yeah. a strong debate amongst the bartending community. I've oh. personally always poured uh, like uh, um, new ice. I'll have the fresh ice in a glass and then I'll also have my mixing glass well, that's typically can hold like 28 ounces, 32 ounces. And then you're mixing that with ice, and then you have your strainer, yeah. Um, and then strain out like the newly added uh, diluted cold water you added into that yeah. drink, and that way you're kind of keeping the old ice in there, but it has new ice in in the uh, right. glass or the rocks glass. Now I've always been done the same, so I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, Phil, what about you? What's been some terrible service that you've received? Um, what's a restaurant you'd like to bash? All right. Okay. First things first. I, I I got a more better experience than like a bad service, or whatever. But first off the bat, what needs to be canceled, you know, no more operating, are all noodles and companies. Noodles and companies in general suck. Fucking are garbage. I know you guys are talking about fine dining <laughs> restaurants and all this. No, no, no. Noodles by too. all means. <clears throat> but I I've been burned by them too many times, and I'm a big big mac and cheese guy. Right, so when yeah. I go in there, I'm like, "Oh, buffalo chicken mac and cheese!" Like that sounds yeah. delicious. And like they're offering like ten dollars for a, for a thing of it. I'm like, okay, cool, I'm gonna get it. Right. Yeah. And it comes back to me, and it's no better quality than the microwavable fucking mac and cheese that you put <laughs> yeah. water on. I'm about to raise hell, hey, yeah. hell, right? So mm, that's off the bat, right? Noodles and Company, dead to me dead to me but right, I'll no uh, longer go to Noodles in support of you. Thank you. I just I, don't. And li- I love noodles, by the way. 
And and to support you, Luis, I'll stop being racist. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll meet. We'll meet in the middle. <laughs> but no, for, for for restaurant experience, I guess the only thing that comes to my mind uh, is uh, Smith and Wolensky in Chicago, uh, a steak place, right? Yeah. Uh, I just I had just turned eighteen, right? And I took uh, uh, this person I had a crush on mm-hmm. to Smith and Wolensky. Smith God, and Wolensky, Chicago. Yeah, eighteen, right? It's just That's like a big baller, baller move over Jesus here. Jesus, very Christ, young dude. and dumb, very young, Damn. dumb, and full of cum. And uh, the, it, it, around this time period, it was the uh, anniversary of those Chicago fire, right? Uh, so they were started a new TV show, the Chicago PD or Chicago yeah. Firefighter. There, or was, some shit. there was a Chicago Fire show. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I remember Chicago Fire being a big show. Mm-hmm. So around that time period, they were starting filming for it. So a lot of people were like, "Oh my god!" Well, I worked at Menards around the area, so like, uh, you know, if you go down there, you can be an extra or something, right? Yeah. So like, there was a lot of people there for the filming, and yeah. like as we walked there, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Anniversary or whatever, right? So we got there, you know, trying to impress this person. You know, I- I'm very awkward. If you think I'm weird, Jesus Christ, see me trying yeah, to impress imagine somebody. Him nervous. <laughs> me nervous and trying to impress somebody. Yeah. Gah, gah. I'm cringy just thinking about it. So this person, uh, we go out to Smith and Walensky, right? Mm-hmm. If you ever been, it's one of the most reputable like steakhouses in in the states, right? They this food chain, this Smith and Walensky is in New York and all this stuff. You never heard of Smith once? No. I'll take your word for it. Wow. Like Wolfgang Puck, all that shit. You you've been to Tornado Room in, in Madison, haven't you? No. What? What about Merlin Houston's in Beloit? No. What? <laughs> I'm telling you, okay, this person and I, we go we we frequented steak joints, right? Yeah. So like I've I've gone familiar with what's good what steak was, right? Yeah. And Smith and was at the age of eighteen too. Yeah, you're fucking wild, homie. Yeah, I was, I was very wild. We're over wild here boy. working in those places and not feeling good enough to go to them. <laughs> yeah, like damn, look at this food I'm serving. I wish I could serve. Mm. <laughs> and and it was all mute though. So like so Smith and Walensky, very you know reputable, very good. Yeah, we get there and I hear the big you know big commotion about the anniversary of the Chicago fire. At the end of the night, they're gonna have fireworks to commemorate those people that lost their lives and whatnot. So we get there around seven. Like, well, we gotta get good, good, good viewing spots. They would even see it. How ironic would it be if those fireworks started a fire? <laughs> <laughs> and the city burned down. <laughs> Perfect end to the story. Exactly. No, so we get there and we uh, we're eighteen. We're not ordering fucking cocktails or drinks or anything like that, yeah. right? So we're getting fucked up on mac and cheese, expensive mac and cheese, lobster mac and cheese, very good. I ooh. recommend. Uh huh. And um. This is the same person that I tried to... And this is Steve Walensky? This, this is the same person that I, I brought back uh, when, when my mama bear went, went away for, uh, for to visit uh, uh, my stepbrother for college, my, yeah. my blood brother or something like that. Uh, brought her over to make mac and cheese and the mac oh, and cheese fiasco. <laughs> this is the same person, Oh, right? this is one of the one where you serve crunchy mac and cheese? Yeah. So, so, so we're going off the high of like, wow, the mac and cheese is so good, right? Yeah. At this place. And then we, we ordered two steaks, right? Me being like, oh, we're going to be late, like... I ordered the steaks to go, right? This hot, <laughs> hot, hot, expensive ass steaks, hot and ready, right? You know, bag that up. We're leaving. <laughs> why? Wait, wait, why did you do that again? Because I was so like, oh my god, I'm I'm so nervous to like make good impression. Like, oh my, god, I can be. There's boy- a fireworks show. We should I go can to be that. boyfriend material. This would be so romantic if we go see the fireworks together. Like, yeah. you know, kind of a thing. And like, oh, we're gonna be late for the fireworks. We gotta go. Like. Spending like 120, 140 bucks for like fucking steak to get the hell out. 18, just like, 
<laughs> That's like your whole paycheck. <laughs> yeah, very dumb. But uh, so we do that. I have the steak food. Wait, right? homie. No, 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 no. Let me tell. But, you, let me tell you where we eat the steak. Let me tell you where we eat the steak. Does she pay for her half or not? Nah? You you're what? over here trying to impress. Come on, man. I'm me too, man. I'm trying to impress out, man. She's trying to bust the nut Come out here. on, man. What the? But, but but so we do the fireworks thing. We go back. We eat the steaks. The train station. Not the, all the commotions. At the train station. At the train station, waiting for, to go back to Harvard. Right. Just just munching on cold steaks. Just like wow, this would have been so nice. You're supposed to eat it right off the bat. Yeah. To get all the juices. So all the yeah. juice. It was just eating cold, dry meat. You know. Oh, rough, you moron. Rough <laughs> meat. Oh. One of the best steak places in the world. You know. Hey, here you are happy. Speaking of great steak, uh, last week I made I had a steak dinner with Alo, and uh, I it was on Sunday. Per- yeah, actually, yeah, with I, potatoes. Yeah, and some Topo Chico uh, spark. Yeah, spark <laughs> totally, a hundred percent. I had some Topo Chico as well. Yeah, I like it. Is Topo like Chico it the, the orange yeah. juice? What, what the, the hell? Ma- they make a sparkling water. Yeah, they they they're like the original like Mexican sparkling water, mm-hmm. like before sparkling water caught fire. And I, yeah, they yeah. recently, uh, I'm guessing in the last couple of months, they made their own uh, hard seltzer. Hard seltzer, which I am a big fan of. Yeah, I was a fan as well. Do you want one? I have it in the fridge right now. Ooh. Uh, yes, to that. But to, to, <laughs> to encapsulate, to send off the, the, that, that story about the steak yeah. and all that, we get back to Harvard around like midnight, right? The last train leaving Chicago. Me, I'm like, all right, we got the fireworks done. I feel stupid of the stakes. Like, how do I redeem myself, right? So, what I do, right? Going off the high of like, oh, wow. So, we get back to uh, over here by Fontana, Walworth. That that park, the uh, Lake Kashagi, the state park. Kishwakato? Kishwakato. Yeah, the Lake Kishwakato. It's not Lake Kishwakato. It's just called the Kishwakato. Kishwakato State Park, right? It's yeah, it's some sort of park. It has a lot of trails. Kishwakato <laughs> Nature Trail, I believe. Yeah. So in there, if you walk through the nature trail, there's a tower, right? A yep. three story yep. red tower. So like in my head, I'm like, oh, it'd be so romantic to see the stars underneath the light, right? So we're walking, we park our car by what the subway. What time of day is this? This is right after the whole restaurant thing at like one AM. You're a nut job, dog. So, yeah, I know. 18. Dude, dude, you have no fucking clue. Okay, okay, okay. I told you. Okay. So, we get there, right? Yeah. Around 1 a.m. Over here in Walworth. The Witcher's Hour. Yeah. So, we're like, <laughs> not oh. Not even a joke. I have a flashlight. I'm like, let's, let's, you know, let's go. It's not too far. In my head, okay. it's not too far of a trail walk. Can I quickly interrupt for two seconds? Yeah. What did she say to your idea of getting the stick to go? Yeah. She was down for that because we both oh. wanted to watch the fireworks, okay. Okay. right? All right. Okay. What was her reaction to you? Like, hey, let's go to this creepy-ass park in the middle of the night. Loved it because she was all into, like, the whole, like, she got me into Bigfoot. They, yeah. Okay. I got into Janasqua and Bigfoot. She's the one who ruined you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get this girl's information. Woo, come down. on now. But uh, we get to the park right now, and in my head, like, it's not that short of a it's not that long of a walk. Is she to make the it. one that made you believe Paul McCartney has been dead? Since no, no, no. I tried to convince her that. And <laughs> she it did not stick. Did not work. Okay, did please, not stick. I'm sorry. Please continue. And uh, so we're walking the trail, right? And like, she's like, I got my, my, my arm out. She's holding on to it. Ooh. And I'm like. Do you guys have any lights? I have, a fl- I have one flashlight. And it's a real flashlight, not your phone. No. Yeah. A real flashlight, right? Okay. And I park over there. 
um, this is back when Jose used to live in the yeah, apartment. So I parked, I, I know, I parked I my car over there to avoid the police, right? You parked all the way at his house? Yeah. Because if I would have parked at the fucking subway, yeah. what the fuck is this guy doing past yeah. midnight, you know? Yeah, but still, you had to walk all of like three city blocks just to get to the it trail. It was like two blocks. Yeah. Down the street. But the street is right literally in front of the police station. Let me just walk these two blocks mm -hmm. with with this girl. I I tell you what, I could have used the police, right? So as we enter the trail, I I shit you not. If if I can get in contact with them, it'd be so cool. We hear this, this awful noise that sounds like a bat, right? So like, huh? I shine my light into the direction, expecting to see a bird or a bat, something of that nature, right? She saw this thing too, right? This thing was like this color of white, but very ghostly, very sick, very grayish white. And this thing hurtled. It was October, right? When we went, hurtled a tall plane of grass. Gone. Wait, what What it, shape it, did it have? Did it look- very skinny. Like, like a less muscular god-like Luis, right? God-like. Look at Luis. God, God damn. Look. Let's look at him in this pose. God. This is like, uh, you look like Justin Bieber's pastor. <laughs> and, and, that is, and that, that is, is a compliment. The biggest compliment, compliment. I've ever received in my life. Oh, but but this creature, this like, I don't know what the hell this was because I, I told many friends, people who know me know this story very well. And like, I've been told that it could have been the underbelly of a deer. But doggy, the way that this well, thing hurtled. So it did look like a person. It looked like a person, right? Very like skinny and like, like a lo- woman or man. Ah, I couldn't tell. It was gone like that. I, sh- I shine the light, hurtled. You so it, you, you I, see I, this person shaped gray thing just jump right like over. Like the slender man out of his suit. Yeah, essentially, but it wasn't that bright white. That's the thing. Like it's like a dark like. Like it, Gollum. It, it, it seemed it's like yeah. a dude from the wow. Lord of the Rings. It seemed like a sick white. Like it, whatever it was, yeah. it was sickly. Okay. Like it wasn't a healthy color. My and this precious. thing this thing hurtled the tall grass. Gone into the night. So me precious. So like right away, I fucking Okay, let's get out of here. I'll we, protect we, you, babe. We fast walked the hell out of there, right? And then we're like, holy oh, shit, what was that? Just kidding. Philip probably pushed her ass over and was like, <laughs> run, bitch. <laughs> Let's go. Eat her, not me. Oh, yeah. But fuck it. Uh, so He's he, like, I'm slow. I got to like live. <laughs> so like going off the high of like, wow, like, wow, I'm going to impress this person with stars and like, you know, all this shit. Make it up because I fucked up with the steak essentially in my head. Like, oh, this would have been so much better. If yeah, I'm going to make it up by, you know, enjoying a night under mm-hmm. the stars with her. Yep. Getting haunted by ghosts. Yeah, and to this day, like I don't know what that was. I have no. That is fucking it's, terrifying. Yeah, very scary. Do not go to the state park over there at night. Past curfew. Don't go to any park at night by yourself. No. Every, okay, I'm gonna plug a story too. Then. Hell yeah. Uh, like, What's up? Many Halloweens ago, I'm, I was probably like 16, 17, when I first started talking to Alo. Actually, funny enough. And we were all uh, like at this big group of friends. Um, I want to say we took like three cars to St. Killian's um, Cemetery on the outskirts of Lake Geneva. Because we had looked up that a church there had burned a while ago. And there was like some mysterious uh, circumstances under which it burned. And um, there was this giant uh, statue of Jesus there where supposedly people have said that it moves its head. 
that it like cries like blood like different things oh that sounds like fun and also that there's like um people have photographed themselves there and then just like mysterious orbs will appear in the photographs like these colorful floating orbs, right? So we're like, fuck yeah, let's go do that. Why it's, would it's that Halloween be season. <laughs> it's Halloween season. Like, let's fucking go. Uh-huh. Um, so a bunch of us went. Um, like I said, it was like, it, like almost eight of us. Um, it was the middle of winter. There's probably like a foot of snow in the ground, but it's pretty cold. So you can step on top of it without just crushing into the ground, you know? Yeah. And, um, so we're out there we're we're like quite literally just walking the grounds we go to see the jesus it looks extremely creepy at that time of night especially with like the skyline looking like this almost like reddish kind of brown it was just a very creepy eerie in the in the air that night and the setting being a cemetery yeah yeah (laughs) And, and, and we found like the spot where the church was like supposedly burned down and then we go on to turn on our cars and leave and our cars weren't turned on well that's because you didn't subscribe to gm subscription base if you for five dollars a month you can subscribe and have your car start Ah, up fuck i gotta call my local used car subscription base right away folks that is fucking terrifying you both are maniacs you're wanting to go to a scary place in the middle of the night (laughs) dude my last uh trip this summer we found uh, up in lacrosse we found in on a nature trail a witch circle that's just like like off of the trail 20 feet 20 feet off the trail there's just this clear circle clearing no plants nothing and there's just like a stick formation around in the circles and i like try to convince my cousins and you know the boo was like let's come back here at night you know let's tell scary stories let's see what happens everybody's like fuck you you're an idiot yeah I would have the same reaction. I'm terrified. I'm I'm scared of like crazy. creatures. And, Why like, would you want to do that? Nah, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared of creatures and like monsters and shit. But yeah. like real people, I'm terrified. Oh people that like are God. like into the occult and shit like that. Yeah. Like this one over here. <laughs> hey, let's come back to the witch circle and sacrifice one of us. This is when the power is more strong. <laughs> let's recreate midsummer out here. <laughs> dude, uh, when we have Jose, he's gonna have to tell you about how we played with the Ouija board and the dude was like. Turning on candles, drawing six 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 around the place, and nothing, nothing. We didn't even we didn't even get like a glass thrown across the room or nothing, you know. Yeah, that guy. That guy's uh, very uh, very superstitious. Oh, what is what is going on in your head during this? What do you mean? Like, are you wanting something to happen? Or yeah. For what reason? So you know it's real or not? Hmm. You're like the opposite of people who are trying to get into religion. <laughs> you're like so far gone from religion. You're like, I want to see what's on the other side. Oh, my God. Let me go meet these demons. Oh, fucked. Oh, my God. See, I, yeah, yeah. Good times. I don't really like believe in that stuff, but I had my own like Yorona encounter in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I told you about it, right? Yes. Yeah. What about you, Luis? You got any uh, before we end up with the with the worst service expect at a restaurant? No. Uh, any scary stories. Scary stories. Uh, no, but speaking of Mexico, there is one moment in Mexico that I think about more often now than I used to. Now that I'm fully aware of like memories and thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, I was pulling on a donkey's tail. Oh no! And he kicked me straight in the stomach. Oh! And if that would have been a foot higher, I'd be dead. Or a foot lower, you'd never have kids. I'd never have kids, yeah. 
Like a donkey's kick yeah. is notorious for like yeah. killing people. Yeah. yeah. And I was like five years old and I just pulled on it and it just like kicked me stare in the stomach and like Oh, you were young too. That yeah, could have fucked you up five, regardless. Five years old, dude. It, <sighs> yeah, it just hit me and then I fell to the ground and I was like, you know, out of breath and my grandpa had to like we had to go back and our only mode of transportation was the donkey. The donkey that kicked you. <laughs> So we go back and piece of shit. Donkey. Did, he ha- did your grandpa have to carry you? And you were like, "I'm not going near that." Place. <laughs> gotta fuck that guy. Yeah, but that was our only mode of transportation. God damn. And if that like, would have been. Fuck you, Pancho. <laughs> I've heard of horse power, but that's donkey power. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was. Uh, you could say he was being a real jackass, aren't they? Well, that's crazy though. Like your head could have been cleaned off, yeah. impaled by a donkey. I could have been fucking split 180 degrees and. Never been here today. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, go check out this interesting salty wine that we had today for a mere fifteen dollars. Give them the name again. Grand Reserve de Gasat Blanc. It is a white blend. Um, very very good. Very worth trying for something new. Uh, go to your local cemetery uh, in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's right. On a cold night, especially mm-hmm. around Halloween. Especially around Halloween. Oh yeah. Uh, go to your local park with a someone that you're trying to impress. Mm-hmm. Especially right. around October, Halloween. Also, Spe- around October. especially deep, deep into the woods, into yep. the nature deep, trails. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Make sure you park, you know, quarter yeah. mile away, mm-hmm. so it makes running away that much. That's and right. make sure it's past curfew too. So. That's yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So, so absolutely no help comes to you. <laughs> With that being said, everybody, thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you all next week.